Hello and welcome to Think About Eurovision, a Eurovision podcast with me, Chris, a Eurovision fanatic from the UK. And me, Kim, a Eurovision fanatic from Canada. Today is another episode of the DMQ Files, but we're going to do a special one today because... Uh, today, the day we're recording, the 14th of March, national final season uh, for the 2021 contest has come to an end. We've found most of the artists. In fact, we know all the artists. We don't have all the songs at the current time of the time of recording. A few more to trickle through um, in the next few days. Um, but there's no more national finals. So I've chosen a few songs to have a look at that didn't make it to Eurovision this year. This is really exciting. I mean, for the first time ever, we're doing like current in-year Eurovision stuff. So obviously I have had a ton of fun acquainting myself with Eurovision over the past season and a half, but I'm super stoked to be getting into like 2021 live uh, Eurovision song contest. This is this is the first taste of it. Indeed. And we're going to go to one of the most iconic uh, national finals. Um, oh, well, the national selection, this, this didn't make the uh, national final itself. Uh, I think this made it to the wild card round of a second chance round. I believe second chance round, I think it made it to. Um, I, for the first time last night, watched the grand final of Sweden's national selection, Melodi Festivalen, because they kindly put... How was it? It was really good because they kindly put on uh, English um, commentary so it was by two sort of Swedish people who speak fluent English, which, to be fair, is pretty much most Swedish people. I've never met a Swedish person who doesn't have complete fluent English. Wow. And I, and I have met a few Swedish people uh, through the ukulele scene. Uh, I was chatting to one of my friends, uh, Juka, uh, who plays ukulele um, and lives in Sweden um, last night about it when we were, we were both watching it, him in Sweden, me in the UK. So it was really good to engage with um, sort of friends I've not spoken to for a while. Ah, um, oh, that's nice. So, uh, we're go- firstly, we're going to take a look at. Um, I- I'm probably going to butcher their names, um, so I'm going to try try stick to a most simple version of saying their names. So, Eva and Ewa, or maybe Ava and Ewa. I'm not quite sure. I do apologise in advance. Um, with their song, Rina Rama Ding Dong. So- <laughs> oh, this sounds like it's gonna be good. So after all that time, me saying like. Yeah, yeah, Ding Dong's a great song, but nothing like that <laughs> ever goes to Eurovision. I mean, technically, it didn't go to Eurovision, and it's probably just in the name. I've not heard this. I've I've seen people talking about this. I've never listened to this, so we're both going in fresh on this one. I mean, based on title alone, I feel like we're in for a ride. Right then, shall we have a listen? Let's do it. Okay, right away. This is not what I was expecting. <laughs> it's like two. Mature women in sparkly sequins, like doing the twist. Okay, this is fun. So my, my research tells me that these like one of two of the most beloved actresses and artists in Sweden. Really? Oh my god, they've got backup dancers now in like trench coats with canes. This feels very variety show esque, you know? Like it's delightful. It really is. Yeah, they're clearly having fun. I'm having fun watching them. Oh, their backup dancers have giant handbags. Are they little old ladies? Are they dressed up as little old ladies? I think they're dressed as little old ladies and little old men. Yes. It's like, it feels like 
as much as sort of a comedy show as it is a musical number, you know? <laughs> I get that, yeah. Like, it's meant to be sort of comedic and uh, campy. <laughs> These ladies are adorable. This is really good. I was expecting to hate this, but I'm loving it. <laughs> I am absolutely loving it. Oh, now they're doing a a dance break. An old-timey dance break. And it's got, like, um, hand movement uh, choreography. Key change. Ooh! Iconic Eurovision moment there. Here we go. I don't know that they're... Vocals carried over to the new key, but I forgive it. <laughs> Tuck indeed, ladies. Tuck. What a delight that was. I mean, they just like put on such a show. They really did. Um, it, it says here um, that uh, Eva or Ava, again, I do apologize on the pronunciation of her first name, at 77 years old, she's the oldest ever female performer to compete at Melody Festival. And, um, so Eva is the lady with like the red bob. Right, yes. She looks sort of, uh, she has a uh, Carol Burnett vibe. I'm going to pretend I know who that is. <laughs> Carol Burnett? Really? Okay, yeah. sorry. I mean, <laughs> that's fair. There are yeah. so many people that you name that I don't, so I don't know why <laughs> I am suddenly shocked that it didn't go the other way. Well, they, they um, the, Eva did say that the song is merry, swinging, and somewhat wacky, and that when viewers see it, uh, they hope they get to laugh and feel a little joy, and I definitely felt a little joy there. I felt so much joy. It wasn't a sophisticated song, you know, if you will. Like, it isn't something that is necessarily going to be held up as the, you know, ultimate <laughs> songwriting examples. I don't know. It just like, but it, it didn't have to. It, it was just fun. I mean, it was delightful. Looking at the lyrics, it's, it's very in the Schlager camp. It is literally just sweet. The lyrics are, come and wiggle your foot, the knees come after, come and wiggle your hip, now it feels a little better. It's basically just a song about doing a singer, like singing and dancing. There's no it's like, deep <laughs> meaning to it. It's just less It's like fun. an elevated hokey pokey. It <laughs> really your, is. <laughs> <laughs> you put your like right foot in, ramalama ding dong. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could see that. I'm certain, I feel confident in saying that they are national treasures in Sweden. They just scream that yes i agree i have to say as much as i loved it i'm not terribly surprised that it didn't make it to the final simply because it i don't i don't know that it was at the same you know caliber as a lot of the songs that we see go to eurovision in terms of like i don't know you know song quality if you will i don't know yeah no i i get what you mean i mean the, the artist they did cho choose last night uh Tus, um, again, I could be butchering the pronunciation of his name. Uh, sent a song called uh, "Voices." It's a really cool uh, modern pop song. Whether it'll win the overall competition, I don't know. Top ten, however, I think probably that would be my prediction. Definitely in the top ten area for Sweden this year. Sent a really nice. cool song. Um, it's, it was really good. I would say it was my favorite of the night last night when oh, watching. Okay, so, yeah. um, and and he had a landslide majority when he won eventually. Right then, are you ready for the next song? Yes, I am. 
Okay, so next we are going over to Finland. So Finland this year have chosen a new metal artist, a new a new metal band, um, with a, for the most wonderfully take me back to my youth kind of. It's just like it's like they just plucked a song from like my when I was sixteen out of that time frame and just brought it through to today. Um, I really enjoy their song they've chosen this year, uh, but we've got. The Teflon, the Teflon Brothers, and Pandora with "I Love You." Again, I okay. have not seen this before. This one's new to me. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. Oh, we're starting off with a UFO in the microwave. That's that's how you cook your UFOs, right? Obviously, yes, of course. This is high energy already. Very high energy. <laughs> I don't know. What- it's like three guys inside of a flying saucer, and they're all dressed like Will Ferrell from Zoolander. Like, oh, yes. I don't know if they're intending to, but that is exactly what they look like. That's, that is it, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, now we have like... This will be Pandora. A female singer. Did she just like appear? Is she a hologram? They, they're using spe- some special effects in this. Oh, Yeah. There's a lot happening here. Oh, she's like, <laughs> the special effects are making, like, magic shoot out of her hands or something. I kind of like how low energy she is on top of that UFO. I know, she's just, like, standing perfectly still. Oh, this guy's upside down. This guy's painted blue. Oh, he's got a brain, a glowing brain on his yes, head. Yes, that's what it is. One guy is, like, doing the backstroke in the air. <laughs> that's how I run away from bad guys in my dreams. I just sort of like float. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you run away by doing the backstroke. Yeah, no, I literally like swim through the air. Um, that's a whole other thing. I can only do the backstroke. I can't swim on my front at all. Really? Yeah. Uh, I feel like the backstroke is so much harder. Oh, I find it easier because I can float on my back. <laughs> This is a whole crazy acid trip happening on stage. I'm guessing that she's, like, tied onto something to stop her from falling. Yeah, she's strapped in, so, oh, what the hell? Just, like, random people popping out of the UFO upside down. Because, of course. I can barely keep up with what's happening here. This is something. Oh, pyros! (laughs) Oh, (laughs) the pyro technics that just shot out of the baton that they... I mean, it kind of looks like an exploding phallus. Can I say that on this show? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Totally. I mean, I do. I was. I would. That is not the word I would have used <laughs> if we were rated G. But, um. Oh my god. Oh, we've said worse. We've said worse. <laughs> yeah, it's always me. I'm always the one who like drops the cursing. I was particularly foul mouthed during the last episode. I said a few naughty words. Did you? Oh, I didn't I notice. Did. <laughs> uh, and like every Canadian I know, I th- I think that it's a Canadian thing. We are all absolutely potty mouthed, and <laughs> I don't even notice it. But I'm tr- I try to I try to do better on the podcast because every time I let one fly, we have to change the rating to mature. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing one's got it permanently set to that now. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, because yeah, that's not how I would have described what that looked like at the end. <laughs> Uh, if I were just, like, letting all the colorful words fly. But, like, wow! Um, 
thoughts? That was uh, something. <laughs> yeah, I I mean, I was entertained. Oh, yeah. I was entertained. I didn't love the song, but I was entertained. Yeah, it was uh, hyperactive is uh, the word I would go for to describe that. Musically hyperactive. Yeah. I... <laughs> can barely like wrap my head around all the things that happen so they had um ufo microwave giant ufo on stage pyrotechnic lasers coming out of hands backup dancers with shiny heart-shaped like sparkle dresses i um like glowing brains on their heads there was so much i mean they they took everything and threw it at this performance they were like how about this and that and and this indeed um apparently the track is supposed to address the difficulty of expressing emotions and encourages one to be more open and bold did you get that from okay. that i did not i, I didn't did either not. i, I no. can remember i love you i i i i i i a lot <laughs> not yes. saying i didn't like it um it, it was a it was something <laughs> yeah i mean i there are times right when i'm like reviewing a song on eurovision that i'm like give me more eurovision give me more like wind machines and whatever and i could not ask for more on this one it was just so much i feel like maybe they were overcompensating for a relatively like repetitive not not you know, fantastic song, in my opinion, with, like, all of the uh, special effects and performance and stuff like that. And, I mean, like, it kind of worked. I kind of forgot about the song and just looked at everything else on stage. Musically, it was very fun. I don't think anyone could deny that was not fun. It was fun. It wasn't my, it wasn't, it wasn't my taste, per se, right? But, like, how, how can I, how can I not have fun watching that? Sally. Right, are you ready for the next one? Okay. For the next song, we're going to Lithuania. So Lithuania is being represented this year by The Roop again, uh, with their song Discotech, uh, because they were given a, a pass to the grand final of the uh, Lithuanian selection process this year, because they didn't get to represent properly last year. And they won by a massive landslide. It was There was no competition, basically, when it came down to the numbers at the end. I'm excited for this one. Um, in their 2019 performance, if I recall correctly, I really enjoyed it. I think I rated it somewhere around the middle or high middle, simply because there were so many good songs in 2019 that it, it had some stiff competition. But I remember this. I remember them. They had some really like weird uh, dance moves oh, and stuff that I found really endearing. <laughs> you'll be glad the, the weird dance moves are staying for the group this year. I'm so happy. <laughs> uh, but sadly, this song didn't make it through to the grand final. In fact, it came second to last in its heat. So this song <gasps> is yes. twosome, and it's called I Love My Bear. Are you ready? I love my bear. Okay. I, I love my bear. Let's go. Okay. Okay. Oh, they have some weird face paint. Yep. <laughs> okay. They're not the best vocalists, are they? No. This is bad. Am I thinking of the wrong performers from 2019? <laughs> no, that's the, no, the Roop aren't these guys. No, don't worry. The Roop have got to are uh, performing at Eurovision. These, this is one that failed to get to Eurovision. Oh, 
of course, the Roop is who won. And oh my God, for a second, I was like, wait a second, Kim. Yeah, these are not, this is, this is very bad. <laughs> they can't hold a key. Oh, there's bears dancing in the background. They're like big furries. Well, there's one, one guy in a unicorn, Kigu. Oh. And then someone in a bear costume. One thing to think about, uh, they're not singing about a bear. Oh, well, um, yes, like I understand what a bear is <laughs> when it's not a teddy bear. No, they're singing about beer. What? They're singing about beer well, called I Love My Bear. Listen to the pronunciation when they sing the chorus. Oh, I thought... <laughs> I thought they were talking about like... <laughs> Just to confuse things. Like a bear. Oh, the vocals are so bad. Wow. I think in, in the hands of a more talented group of vocalists, it would be a better song. But still not great. Oh, big finish. <laughs> that last note was the only note they hit in that whole performance. Yeah, but that wasn't any of those guys. Who was it? It was somebody off stage or on the backing track. Oh my god! Why didn't they have that guy singing? <laughs> um, yeah, so um, that one I saw, um, I- I'd seen before. Uh, that one I had seen before. And I thought it'd be a fun, fun one to uh, share with you. Um, <laughs> okay, so they were singing about beer? Like yeah. beer the drink? Yeah, so they say here, uh, so since there is a word game with bear and beer, the start of their music video and national selection performance will be a bear. But the lyrical subtext is about beer. And they even have a line in Italian which explains that they actually do not sing about a person, but a thing. And in brackets, that thing being beer. So that is a... Oh! I mean, since that's a beer song, kind of makes sense. That is a little bit pitchy and uh, sounds a bit like (laughs) some... Lags out on the town. I thought you were saying that it's not actually about a bear like the animal, but it's about a bear, you know, like in like in gay slang, you know, like a bear. You know, (laughs) it was like okay. I I I was going to share it with you today, but it's going to be another one for another time. But in the Norwegian uh, national selection, there is a song. I think I mentioned it before to you uh, by Big Daddy Carsten, who um, has a song called Smile, and Big Daddy Carsten is a gay, um, body-positive, poly rapper. Oh, I think you did tell me about this. And it's so delightful. It's such a joyous song. And it's about saying, like, you know, in that one he's saying, like, um, he'd like to bring a, a third person into his relationship, but he loves his boyfriend more than anything and thinks he's, you know, he's the most beautiful person in the world. So yeah. it's a really lovely song. Oh, um, so when, where are like are we going to hear that at some point? We will be, yes. Yay! But yeah, this one is um, about beer. There's actually a line in so the line in Italian. Um, I will try and butcher Italian to say it to you. So, vorremmo raccontarvi un piccolo segreto. Questa è una canzone che non parla di una persona. So, translation to that is. We'd like to tell you a little secret. This song is not, is not about a person. So that's their, ah. their line to sort of say what the song's actually about, if you speak Italian and understand the subtext. <laughs> I liked the song better when I thought that it was about, like, when I thought it was about a bear. 
So yeah, that it does scream drinking song. I think that. Yeah, fair. I fair. think if you are hammered at a Euro, <laughs> yeah, like a Eurovision sort of club night, and that comes on, and maybe a studio version with a uh, less pitchy vocals, where there's been a little bit of a either repeated takes or technical assistance. Yeah, <laughs> get some auto tune on this bad boy. <laughs> I I think that would be a really fun one to enjoy at a club, like with other Eurovision fans. I think everyone would party and enjoy it. Fair, yeah, fair enough. Their, their live performance but uh, didn't make the cut. Left a lot to be desired. <laughs> yes, I had the the momentary brain blip at the beginning when um, you know, although I. You know, I realized we're doing the DNQ files. I like forgot for a minute and I was like, <laughs> what did I see in 2019? Like, 2020. what is happening? Yeah. <laughs> um, no, that wasn't okay. the root. <laughs> the root you'll no. see at the, at the uh, probably, uh, well, you're, you're watching the uh, semifinals this year, aren't you, with me? Yes. You're, you're going to enjoy them so we can have a chat about those as well. Love to. Um, but yeah, so the root you'll see when Eurovision um, kicks into gear. Right. Looking forward to that. Are you ready for the last song um, yes. of this uh, quad of songs? I don't know what you call I know you get to trio. Quartet? Quartet, that's a word. Thank you. Thank you for that. <laughs> this quartet of songs. Um, so, this was my personal favourite from the uh, Norwegian Melody Grand Prix. Um, okay. It wasn't the public's favourite, the public's... Sorry, I mean, the public's favourite was a different song. So, uh, the artist representing um, Norway is an artist called Tix, T-I-X, with a song called Fallen Angel. Mm. The Eurovision fandom massively was rooting for Kino, who represented uh, Eurovision in 2019. So, you'll see that before we come to this year's Eurovision. So, I'm not sharing the uh, fandom's favourite, but I'm sharing my personal favourite. Okay. So this is Rayleigh with Hero. Okay, I'm excited. Ready? Yeah, so right now, the we, I haven't pressed play yet, but the thumbnail from YouTube looks very Flashdance Bucket-esque. I mean, like, it's so recognizable, which immediately makes me absolutely pumped. <laughs> I'm glad you're excited. Right. Yeah, I'm so excited. Let's I love get- a Flashdance moment. <laughs> Let's get oh, into this. Ha- Let's do it. Oh, yes. yes. It's so 80s. It's so flash dance. She's, she's got the hair. It's got the 80s beat. She's wearing like a, you know, glittered bodysuit. She's got the 80s moves. She's a fitness fanatic Israeli, so I'm not surprised you can do like those big stretches. Yeah. Oh, girl. Are you surprised this is on my running playlist? I am not surprised. <laughs> this is like just, just awesome. It's I love so her good. like her uh, body suited backup dancers. It's like eighties meets Beyonce from the single ladies uh, video. I love how hard they're leaning into this eighties flash dance vibe. Yeah. I mean, just wait. <laughs> oh, we're slowing it down. She is strutting at her stuff on the runway. Ready yourself. <gasps> Here it comes. She's in a chair. Oh, yes. Full 
last dance moment. It's like shot for shot recreation of it. Oh my god, yes. Slow mo. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, she's even doing like the hair flips. The legs, the hair, all on points for flash dance. Oh my god, that was And you see like the little co- bottom right corner, all those bubbles. That's people voting for it in real time when it was performed. In the corner there was what? So you see like the little bubbles in the corner in the bottom right. Oh yes. So that's yeah. like all the real time votes coming through on the app at the time. No. And like after the water drop, it just gets covered. Just exploded. Jennifer Beals is probably like absolutely like I don't know. <laughs> She's probably like <laughs> nervous for her uh for her legacy uh because they perfectly recreated her flash dance iconic scene. Like this was spectacular. So good. Do you see why I say that one's last? Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. So good. It was, like, immediately recognizable, too. If you saw Flashdance, then, like, that thumbnail picture, it was everything. You knew what was coming. But, like, still, I was not prepared for, like, how amazing that was. Exactly. So that was her performance from The Heat. Now, she did change it up a bit for the final because a few issues. Oh. Um, With her hair being all sort of curly like that, she was finding yes. that her hair, once it was soaked, it was getting in her eyes and her face. So for the oh. final, she went for like a, a long sort of ponytail. I, I think it was a clip-in one. Because, I, I mean, it's from what I remember, it's like a lot longer than that. So I think, don't think it was her, you know, her real hair for that bit. And she changed her outfit completely. Uh, but just before the final, she um, also twisted in her ankle. Because oh, of the water. She had lots of bad luck. And also, um, due to uh, the uh, constant sort of uh, water, she contracted cystitis. Oh, God. Due to the amount of, yeah, due to the amount of cold water involved in the performance. So, and she, but she still ploughed through for, you know, to perform that. And again, on the final, she did it just as well, just in a different outfit, with, you know, having suffered, you know, cystitis and also hurting her ankle. So what a trooper. Wow. Good for her for pushing through. That song is so good. Uh, if I had made it to Eurovision, it probably would have been my overall winner. I am very uh, interest to see, interested to see the, the song that beat this one out. Because like that would have been a tough a tough uh, competition. This was It was so good. No, I, I don't particularly see what so the song that is representing Norway would not have been my choice as I say a lot of um, Eurovision fans wanted Kino to represent Norway again uh, Rayleigh was my personal favourite but it doesn't matter what my favourite is because it was Norway's favourite what that went through right yes and that is the thing that people have to remember when it comes to um, you know the national selections if your favourite doesn't go through it doesn't stop the song from existing you can still enjoy it like we've enjoyed these songs yeah We've enjoyed three of these songs. (laughs) (laughs) That's very true. (laughs) Um, Yeah, well, that was an epic finish to a delightful quartet of D&Qs. Indeed. So, next time, main episode, we'll be discussing the uh, 2007 Eurovision Song Contest Grand Final. You finally get to see Verka Saduchka with Dancing Lashatun by, so I'm excited for that for you. Yes. I hope 
no surprise what I think my favourite is going to be. Something might overtake it. It's happened before. So you're not going to have to predict my favourite for 2007 because I've, I've just <laughs> gone on about Verka so much. But maybe, yes. maybe I'll change my mind. Who knows? You never know. Although, based on the uh, the hype that I have heard about this one, I think it's doubtful in this case. I'm looking <laughs> forward to seeing it. So that will be great. We'll uh, we'll be back next time for 2007. All right then. Until next time. Bye. Bye. La 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 la